thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the way of the ninja podcast if you want to be kept in the loop please subscribe so that we can teach you how to be a ninja in life and on the course welcome hope you've all had a wonderful start to the week it's thursday isn't it i've lost track of time um just got back from Perth, uh, got back Tuesday morning, so sort of came into it a little bit jet-lagged. I think I'm still feeling a little little jet-lagged, uh, a little tired, but um, all is good. Just uh, allowing a few days for my muscles to recover. It's been, it was a big week, a uh, lot of training, obviously competing, uh, you know, heading out, enjoying life, being amongst the community. Um, we only get to come together uh, in this case, I think, you know, twice a year, so you've got to take advantage of it. Uh, so, yeah, it was, a, it was an awesome week. I thought I'd just sort of recap the uh, NCL experience, uh, my experience, uh, my interpretation, and some little things that I, I learned. So, basically, coming into it, um, I've been training at least the last six to seven weeks doing uh, course endurance runs, um, Training with uh, my training partners, uh, Steve Axis and Daniel Mason. Shout out to them. And on Fridays, training with my man, Leo, who is an absolute beast and proves how much work, I guess, and dedication that you can put in and, you know, what you can get out of it. Um, So coming into finals, I was feeling very conditioned, uh, very strong. Um, And what happened to me in 2018 was... I did my three NCL qualifiers. I came fifth in the first one, so I qualified. And then after that, I'd finished all of them, so I'd come within in the top 10. Um, so, yeah, I was, uh, it, from a ranking point of view, quite highly ranked. I think I was in the top five. Um, my, this is last year, so this is 2018. Um, so I was ranked highly in regards to points. Um and but I wasn't necessarily feeling like I was super strong or feeling particularly better. I, I definitely wasn't as conditioned or as smart as I am now. Um, and in our local comps, I think I came sort of in the mid, mid level, sort of maybe slightly above the mid um, in regards to our sort of uh, local season. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely was coming into 2018 NCL finals. I guess feeling okay. Um, not sure, I guess, what to expect, and uh, definitely felt the pressure because so many people were going out on balance uh, last year, which was um, a the same obstacle that we had for this year, but with a slight twist to it or slight difference. Um, so coming into it this year, my main goal was just not to go out on balance. Um, I knew I could finish stage one, like I knew all the obstacles um, were all doable, Um and I knew I could finish. Uh, it was just a matter of putting it all together. Um, we didn't know what the time limit was going to be. So we didn't know that um, it might be, you know, two minutes or I wasn't sure. When I arrived on Monday, um, the prior, so we competed over the weekend. I arrived Monday morning, uh, met up with my friend Leo. Uh, we went straight to the gym, um, nine o'clock. Uh, we started a session with trying to do stage four. <laughs> which uh, was an absolute burner, but it was good because it kind of warmed me up and <laughs> I didn't do it well. It took me five goes, but, um, you know, getting all that blood and lactate into my body or into my muscles um, 
it was a very quick warm up. Um, and yeah, uh, we did some course runs with my other friend, Daniel Tolley, uh, who I was staying with, uh, on the next day. So we did stage one and we did stage two and stage one I did in about two and a half minutes, um, did all the obstacles that they had currently. So before they changed it, um, and then did stage two, took me just over five minutes. Um, and I had one mistake, um, which is the floating doors. Uh, so I was feeling quite good. Um, I can do balance. I've always been good at balance. The difference was last year, why I struggled was because I watched everyone else fail and I let that get in my head. And having gone, having had gone to America, uh, in earlier this year, and I've had discussed this, uh, in previous podcasts, um, my change, my tactic, you know, I had my watch the video that we got sent um, from the from the, the league. Uh, I studied and watched exactly how to do the run, uh, how, to, how, to, how to hit the obstacles. So when people were going out on the steps in America, the, the swivel steps, I wasn't really that phased because I knew what I had to do. And if anything, it reassured um, what I was going to do. Um, so I knew, I knew based off that experience that the, how, how to handle this. And same thing, we got a video about it. Uh, the night before, uh, I saw it in the morning, I watched it in the morning, just studied the obstacles, and the balance this time was still walking across a rail, but the difference was there were uh, two poles in the middle, I guess, like imagine um, like a freestanding squat rack on each side, uh, and each side had a magnet uh, strip of, I guess, metal, and then a uh, magnet on each side, um, attached by some string, um, and basically the the magnet was on the end of like a like a like a chuck or a yeah well I think it was actually a, 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 a yeah a chuck so uh, and basically the idea was that you could move these magnets attached to the rope up or down you could move because obviously there was two ropes so you could go over it, you could go under it, you could go through it, you could take a magnet off, move around, attach it back on, you could do whatever you wanted as long as the magnet stayed on the the attached when you left it. Um, so no matter what, you couldn't just, you know, take it apart, leave it. If, if, if a magnet came off and wrapped around the pole, that was okay, but it couldn't touch the ground. And that way there was no, uh, it was it was very clear if you, you know, stuffed it up or not. And once again, that that obstacle took out about thirty people. Now I was lucky because I did. I only did one. Um, I only did one qualifier. Uh, I did three, but I only one of them was the one that I qualified in. So I think I came fifth or seventh or something, sixth. And um, I was running in the middle of the pack, so around forty-three. I think yeah, forty-three, which was good. So I was halfway through the day. Um, wasn't too late that I was exhausted. It wasn't so early, but even if it was early, I wouldn't have minded, I don't think, um, get it over and done with. Because again, we had we had the course video, so I knew what I had to do. Basically, uh, watching everyone was, you know, a lot of, quite a few people were stuffing up. A lot of my friends, some of my friends who, who should have finished and probably should have done quite well in stage two or three, uh, stuffed stuff this obstacle up. So I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not cooking this one this year. Not, <laughs> not a chance. Um, anyway, so my run, I guess, comes up and, you know, feeling nervous, but not 
not like anxious about the course, just, you know, as you do, just um, getting ready, getting primed. Um, and last year I was really slow. So even though I fell off on the balance obstacle, I only had 30 seconds left um, because I was slow through the steps. I wasn't sure if I should one step it because I didn't know if I had the the ability or the confidence to do it. Um, but I knew this year I could because I, I, practiced, I tried it out and it was doable. Um, so I was like, no, nah, I was committing to those moves. So one step, the step, as soon as the buzzer went, I think I took one second to just sort of make sure my feet were in the right place. And then one step them, felt great, boom, onto the next spider wall, just jumped into it, very easy, hopped down, knew what, the, knew what to do with the next obstacle. It was, two, it was a rope, two rope swings to a ring. So jumped to the rope, um, sorry, three rope swings, but you don't have to use all of them. So jump to the second one, it slid along a, a pole, uh, quickly transferred to the next rope, swung hard, grabbed the ring, and sort of just tried to get off as quickly as I can. Next one was the ring toss. Now, I had in my brain I was going to do it a certain way. I started to do it, but it didn't quite feel right, um, trying to skip them. Um, I just something about the way my arms moved, it felt uncomfortable. So I ended up going singles, but I found I could go quite fast. So finished that obstacle. Now obviously came the moment. Um, so the balance one uh, didn't wait around too long. I think um, now looking at the timer, still had about fifty seconds left. Uh, so in theory, more than enough time to to finish. Um, so got on the balance, was feeling shaky, but I thought, nah, I'm gonna get through this. So I got to the middle. I decided to go through um, through the two strings rather than um, my original plan, which is to go under just based off how I watched some people um, recover and not recover. So I just started to commit to that. I should have gone under. Um, I did go through and I immediately started to lose balance. And I had this moment in my brain. It was like, it was kind of hard to describe. It was like two roads appeared before me. One was you're going to fall. And the other one was take your, take, Take, take a few more seconds to recover. Um, and yeah, it was like a, it was a split second moment, but I, I thought, no, nah, nah, I cannot fall here. Um, that's, what I, that's what sort of went through my brain. So then my foot, my right foot had gone through and I was wobbly all over the place and my left foot was sort of in the air and I was counterbalancing. And then without sort of even realizing it, my left foot sort of came down back onto the pole I sort of tapped it, and then that re-shifted re my uh, balance. It made me centered, and then immediately I just took the opportunity to put my leg through, and then about a quarter, of, um, three quarters of the way, I just jumped from the pole to the platform, not knowing exactly how much time I had left. I knew I had to hustle because I knew I was on that pe uh, beam for a while. Um, I could hear the audience screaming and shouting. I s sent the next one, just uh, transfer to these... Um, they call them flying squirrels, and then to um, a star. So Lachey caught the star, and then grabbed, uh, there's a ring, grabbed the ring, dismounted, and then the last two obstacles, devil steps to uh, like a um, floating floating board transfer, a uh, floating board, and then um, the wall. So this is where it went downhill, but um, basically got through, the steps came down, uh, made the transfer to the uh, floating door, I'm sorry, floating boards, got off, sprinted up the small wall to make my way up to the very big wall where the buzzer was, hit the buzzer, and then I was up there and I was looking at the crowd. I saw half the crowd cheering their eyes out and then half the crowd looking at me with like 
complete and utter shock and disappointment. So I was quite confused, didn't know what happened. I knew I was close, but I didn't know if I was just within or without the time limit. So I came down and um, Jamie, the referee, said, oh, Kadeem, I'm so sorry. You, you were out by like a second or two. And I was like, oh, you know, swore to myself. Uh, and then all these kids came and uh, cheered me on and gave me high fives. And da-da-da. I was like, I was uh, still in a little bit shocked. Like, oh, how could I be one second out? Um, had a little, had a little, uh, I wouldn't say a hissy fit. It was more like a comical, like, ah, you know, crap. Um, and uh, yeah, that was my run. And when I look back on it, where I could have gained that extra second because I watched the video. Um, there were just a few key things I could have done right at the end there and just committed to some bigger moves, which wouldn't have been all that hard, but I would have gained me at least that second or two to hit the buzzer. Um, and yeah, so I was like, ah, oh, man. But in reflection, when I had that moment on the balance, I made the, the conscious decision to not drop, which is what I'm happy with. A lot of people, I noticed once they went off balance, they were not recovering. They had already given up because the obstacle had beaten them before they actually got on it. They were already going into it scared of that obstacle where I hadn't gone into it scared. I had gone into it to make it, I guess, you know, my bitch. (laughs) Um, And when I was wobbly, because I went in, I wasn't afraid of the obstacle. I made the decision to not drop and to fight it out for as long as humanly possible. And again, to take that extra couple of seconds to recover, to then move forward. So I'd much rather the outcome that I had, which is to fail by one second, but to finish the whole course with just pretty much within, pretty much at the time limit, um, compared to going into it like I did last year, scared, and um, and fa- failing on the obstacle that I was worried about failing on, so um, that was the you know that's the lesson. Um, the lesson for me is at least I can say well I can do the obstacles and I can recover when I need to recover and have that confidence. Now I have to just get faster, which is a lesson I'd rather have than to fall on something that I know you could do, but the lesson really is you know you you let it beat you. Um, so yeah, I think that's a very important, I guess, takeaway is rather than coming into it thinking that, um, that you're scared of a course, come into it thinking that you've got it and it's fine to be nervous about it, but you know, whenever something goes wrong or so you don't feel comfortable, you have two options. You can sort of, you know, bail out and then fail and then you're going to be really angry that you did that and sulky about it. Um, or you can take some moments to recover, fight it out, and regain balance and focus. This, this might not just be on um, on uh, balance. It could be any obstacle. I mean, balance is generally speaking the, what ninjas fear the most because it's the most unpredictable. Um, but, yeah, it, anything can be recovered, um, you know, if you, if you, I guess, believe that you can. Um, never, never give up on the obstacle just because it's not going exactly how you want it to. Uh, so that's the biggest lesson, I guess. Um, and I guess even if I had gotten through um, the the next obstacle, which was, sorry, the next the, the next obstacle, which I definitely could not get past because I tried, 
um, and even tried well after the comp, uh, was the floating doors, which took out the basically, so 48 competitors went through, I came up 49th, uh, only three competitors finished uh, stage two, and only maybe six of them, six or seven, gee, maybe yeah, eight, uh, actually got past the floating doors. So then you've got the rest who who either fell there or a few fell on balance beforehand. Um, but having tested stage two, um, I wouldn't have gotten past the doors. I just didn't quite have the technique down and ready to um, to actually do it. Uh, even though I tested it and even though I watched people do it, there was there's a distinct thing that they're doing with their hands, um, which I know now what I need to do, but I had to practice that move um, to maintain, I guess, uh, tension uh, through through my hands. So even if I had gotten through stage one, I would have been first up and I would have bombed out on the on the doors. So <laughs> I wouldn't have gone very far. Stage three, though, stage three was looked like a lot more fun. Um, well, it was more fun. I, I tested the f- second last obstacle before the wall, which was um, absolutely brutal. Um, I really don't think anyone would have necessarily finished that because... The first part of it was insanely tough. It was a floating salmon ladder, so it wasn't connect. It was only connected from uh, from the top, um, meaning it could turn, it could move. You then had to take the rungs out, move them up. You had to make two transfers. So you had to go into a lock off, take the rungs out, put them in, and then from there you had a thread. So you had to thread these little poles through uh, these, uh, I guess, holes. Um, there were four. Four sections of five uh, slots. I guess they had to feed these things through. Um, and when I tested that, I was up there for the longest. I was up there for like nearly two minutes before I came down. So um, yeah, I definitely didn't have the strength um, to finish. Um, but I know next year, coming into it, two thousand and twenty. Um, I will have that strength and I'll have that speed too. So um, a lot to work on. Um, that's why you always got to stay training with people who are better than you, um, who know more, who can teach you things so that that way you can progress. Well, that was a very long-winded <laughs> lesson. I uh, hope you enjoyed this and have a great week and weekend. Yeah.